Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Chop, chop. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. It's a beautiful day. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. Rise and shine. You guys are nerds. This is exactly what the nerds want. Our name shall become legend. Spoken in hushed tones by nerds across the galaxy. If you build it, nerds will come. Nerds must love this place. They think we're a bunch of nerds, and I'll tell you something. I think they're right. Let, let the nerds take over. Let the nerds take over! Rise and shine, nerds. We hope you've got your coffee because it's time for our brand new morning show for Love Thy Nerd and anyone who finds themselves at the cross-section of nerd culture and church culture. I'm Radio Matt. I'm the director of content and resources for Love Thy Nerd. And I'm Deidre, two-time WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Uh, so <laughs> we've been talking about... Uh, Church culture, nerd culture specifically, like how it cross paths, how uh, it's how they how they how they've not necessarily cross paths, but like conflicted, I guess, is how yeah. how we've how we've been wording it. So we're going to be talking about that uh, uh, specifically about the '90s and the 2000s uh, today, uh, the divisions that arose during that time. But first, it's time for our weird news roundup. Here are a few stories that you might not have heard yet. 28-year-old woman allegedly posed as Louisiana high school student. What was that movie? Never Been Kissed? Never Been Kissed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's already been done, lady. First, uh, that was the first like romantic comedy I teared up at. He bawled like I a did baby. I like a baby. I had a tiny He's manly tear. He's not going to come to the baseball game. <laughs> who enrolled at a Louisiana high school and posed as a 17-year-old student to learn English has been arrested along with her mother. Uh, <laughs> her name is Martha Serrano and her mother, Mar uh, Marta Serrano Alvarado, uh, who is 46, both of Butte, um, Butte, Louisiana. Sorry, forgot where we were. Uh, was arrested Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> Each are charged with one count of injuring public records, <laughs> which is a weird way. This to was word wrong, and, and we're going to punish you. It, but we need to find a it, weird rule. It hurt our records. <laughs> it injured them. We need to find something to charge you with. So this is what we found. Serrano <laughs> Alvarado uh, used a fake passport and birth certificate from Honduras to register and enroll her daughter at. Uh, Hanville High School for the 2022-2023 school year. Um, she wanted to learn English. She wanted to become proficient in the English language. Uh, the sheriff said there was no nefarious reason behind this. It was just bad judgment. Um, they, they noted there are other avenues, including free ones, including right. ESL and GED programs and community you know, courses for learning English. And all of that would have been a much better option than falsifying records to join a high school at 28 years old. I feel like it would have been less expensive. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like you have to pay for that fake passport. <laughs> Just, I don't think it's free. <laughs> right? Yeah. How do you get fake records? How do you get fake passports and stuff? 
Like, that's got to be, I mean, I, my only reference is movies and TV shows. And it's like always some guy. A big wad of money. <laughs> a, guy, a guy who runs like a deli and you go into his back storage room and he pulls down a, a thing that's, you know, neutral color and stand in front of that and we take your picture. And then he just works on a computer for about five minutes while they have dialogue uh, <laughs> to expose the story, uh, exposition for the story. But anyway... Yeah, that's just, it's a lot of hard work, I feel like, for not a lot of payoff. Right. Uh, next one. Bus 666 no longer goes to hell Poland after protest from Christian conservatives. <laughs> <laughs> the, the bus to the town of hell, which is spelled H-E-L, on Poland's Baltic coast has long been popular with tourists. Uh, but some Christian conservatives have protested the number signifying the devil on a bus leading to a place that sounds like the word hell in English. The local bus operator uh, announced this week that bus 666 will no longer run to hell. They said they're flipping the last number, so it will be 669 starting on June 24th. Uh, local media said the bus company acted under the pressure of Christian groups who had pushed for the change, but were already thinking of returning uh, to the old number amid the public outcry over the change. So apparently it was already 669, and because it was the bus to hell, they decided, well, let's be cheeky about it and call it bus 666 instead. Right, right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, it's a joke. It's a local joke. Right. I right. feel... I understand not liking that number and not liking that kind of reference. Mm -hmm. But if your town's name is hell, you're going to have those jokes. Right, right. You're going to have those jokes. Next, they're going to say, you need to change your town name. <laughs> I, don't I don't like, like the that word. you make How me say that you. word when I'm talking about your town. How dare you have the, a town That name. reminded me of a time uh, when we were at church, we had... All the kids made these box cars, That's like right. for them to run around in. And you encourage them to use numbers. And out they of the Bible. wanted to use numbers yeah. from the Bible. And <laughs> many kids wanted to use six six six. And my parents just let them. But They're um, like, there was, okay, there were like three it's a number in the Bible. Six 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 cars in their little weird. And that one, and one of them won. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. I remember being bothered by that. I know. <laughs> like, Hold on, wait. You didn't you you said any number in the you You're didn't just have gonna any, be okay with it? You didn't have like... any caveats? Like, yeah, they're following the rules. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta follow the rules. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. Yeah. Um <laughs> the the um I Sorry, the the fact that we have gotten so concerned about the number six six six, it's almost like a superstition, right? And that is brought up by a comment here. Mosaic fan art says, "My bill at Chick Fil A last month came to six dollars and sixty six cents, and they were really bothered by it." <laughs> <laughs> and like we treat it like you know normal superstitious people treat the number thirteen. It's like, we got to avoid that number at all costs. Right. And right. so like, that's always the joke. Like if you're going to a fast food place, my total comes to 666, you better throw another corn dog on there because <laughs> I ain't walking out here with that receipt. <sighs> and I, I think it's silly. I think we get yeah. a little. Someone asked, is 666 in the Bible? 
You know, I really don't know. It is. Uh, is it? It's in Revelation where they're talking about... I don't know if it's specifically about the Antichrist or if it's just about the devil in general. I'd have to go back and find it, but it does say the phrase, and his number is 666 or something like that. Hmm. Like that is that is a biblical word to what it actually means is a little bit up for interpretation. <laughs> but yes, people give power to the number instead of the whatever that number is supposed to represent. And Hello there. I'm not even sure. Thank you for that new follow. Uh, Sierra Golf, Sierra. Welcome. Uh, the number of the beast. The number of the beast, yeah. So uh, we've gotten a little bit more terrified. Well, you know, I say that. I was about to say we get a, we've gotten a little bit more terrified lately about the number of the beast and the mark of the beast. But actually, I remember that going on forever, even when we were kids. Like forever. everything was going to be the new mark of the beast. Everybody was the new Antichrist. Mm-hmm. The year 2000 when it was going to mm-hmm. be, it was, as soon as it clicked over 2000, we were all gone. That was going to be, you know, the rapture or the end of the world or something like we've we've always Mm -hmm. had these. And there's constantly somebody saying, I've, you know, the Lord has revealed to me when the end of the world is. (laughs) And it's going to be this date, this date. And that date comes and goes, oh, I misinterpreted what it was. It's actually three years from now. So (laughs) just keep following me and keep believing me until that date. Uh, It's uh, it's nuts. I like that because then I know, okay, it's not that day. (laughs) Right. Because pretty sure nobody. Definitely can't. The Bible says nobody's going to know. Nobody's going to know. So if anybody (laughs) predicts it as the time, it's definitely not that time. Go about your day. (laughs) Uh, Sierra Goff Sierra says it is the number of the beast. Man cannot work or conduct business without the mark of the number. Yeah, that's, that's um, (laughs) that's the prevailing interpretation is that once there is like an established mark of the beast, that uh, you won't be able to do general business shop or anything like that. But at the same time, it seems most interpretations are pretty clear that you'll know that that's what you're doing. Like this is a choice you're going to be making fully aware. You're not going to get tricked into it. Like if like people are worried about like the microchips, microchips or mm-hmm. Neuralink or whatever, that's going to be the mark of the beast. And you're going to get that implanted and not even know it's the mark of the beast. Like, no, no Bible's clear. You have to choose it. You're choosing one or the other. Mm-hmm. It's not, you're going to go, Oh, darn it. <laughs> ah, I've been a Christian my whole life. And then I accidentally got this chip in my <laughs> wrist that had my credit card number in it. And now I'm gone. <laughs> I'm going to hell. <sighs> Uh, I'm definitely not going to get a Neuralink. Neuralink is scary. That's sci-fi scary stuff that I can't get behind. Not. I'm, I'm not even thinking about any kind of religious overtone to it. Right. But just like having a chip in my brain Mm-mm. that is kind of controlling my mm-hmm. brain. Even if like you can like upload full fluency in foreign languages or stuff like that. I'm like that. That in itself is cool. But also the start of a supervillain. Right. That's terrifying. Right. <laughs> That's terrifying stuff. <laughs> Didn't we watch? Um, oh my gosh, what is that show that it's like kind of like Star Trek, but it's not Star Trek. Oh, the Orville. Orville. Yeah. Orville. Yeah. The Orville. They didn't they have like this whole society that would just get uploaded every morning. Like they'd all pause, get an upload, and then continue on with their day. 
Was that Orville or is that something else? That might have been Doctor Who. I think you're thinking of Doctor I think Who. That was Doctor yeah. Who. Yeah. And that, that freaked it me out. It was part of the Cybermen thing. They all had yeah. the they all had like the earpiece, like the Bluetooth earpiece. Yeah. And through that they were getting like Cybermen updates. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was strange. <laughs> I'm like, do these people who invent these things like in real life see how it could have gone, you know, like, <laughs> like you need to watch that show. So, you know, maybe this is a bad idea. <laughs> well, I mean, like with all the, I mean, we're going to talk about AI in, in one of these weeks, but <laughs> KY, KY, I keep, I keep getting to what KY is about to say right before she pushes, uh, enter. Uh, so I apologize for that, <laughs> but like all of the stuff, with the the AI and Elon Musk who and and all these other like guys are saying we should stop, stop. we should stop right stop. now <laughs> have you not seen the giant leap forward we've had in just these last 6 months <laughs> and how terrifying things could get did you not see the Bing AI flip the heck out on people <laughs> claiming it was a different date a different time and that they were trying to actively fight it did you not see the other chat bot that was like, you know, I'm watching them through their cameras and stuff like that? No. As soon as they say something like that, you pull the plug, you burn the CPU. It's all gone. <laughs> please. Please. All right. <laughs> John Connor just shaking his head. We had a whole series of movies about this. <laughs> whole series of movies. Sure, not all of them are great, but... Life ain't going to be great. So it's crazy. <sighs> How did we get here from the bus? We talked about the bus and it got us here. <laughs> let's, uh, <laughs> let's go ahead and stop right there. Take our first break for the day. Uh, when we come back, we've got, nope, I'm reading He's your line, reading again, my line like again. I was ready to say it. <laughs> We're going to stop right there and take our first break. When we come back, we've got today's nudie nurse. Nudie. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Nerdy nudie nurse. <laughs> Oh my gosh, day two, and we've already got our first inappropriate slip up. Oh my gosh. That's hilarious. Oh my gosh. Did you slip the, did you switch the. I did. I slipped. I nerd and news to yeah. nudie nerd. <laughs> Nerdy news. Everybody enjoyed that one. <laughs> This week in nerd history, we're going to need a bigger boat. Nerd history. On June 20th, 1975, Jaws was released in theaters. The thriller film directed by Steven Spielberg and based on the novel by Peter Benchley followed a police chief, a marine biologist, and a shark hunter who tried to stop a great white shark from terrorizing a seaside town. The film was a huge success and is widely regarded as one of the greatest films ever made. It also created the summer blockbuster phenomenon and spawned three sequels and a theme park ride. On June 21st, 2003, Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, the 
fifth book in the Harry Potter series by J.K. Rowling was released worldwide. The book sold 5 million copies in the first 24 hours, breaking the record for the fastest selling book in history at that time. The book follows Harry Potter's fifth year at Hogwarts School of Witchcraft and Wizardry as he faces new challenges from the Ministry of Magic and Lord Voldemort. The book was adapted into film in 2007. On June 22nd, 1996, Quake was released for MS-DOS, the first-person shooter game developed by id Software and designed by John Romero and John Carmack, featured a soldier who had to fight his way through various dimensions using an array of weapons and items. The game was a technical marvel and introduced many innovations such as 3D graphics, networked multiplayer, and user-generated content. The game also spawned a franchise and a modding community. On June 23rd, 1989, Batman was released in theaters. The superhero film, directed by Tim Burton and starring Michael Keaton as Batman and Jack Nicholson as the Joker, was a dark and gritty adaptation of the DC Comics character. The film was a huge hit and revitalized the Batman franchise after years of campy TV shows and movies. The film also featured a memorable score by Danny Elfman and songs by Prince. The film won an Academy Award for Best Art Direction and led to three sequels. On June 23, 1996, WWF King of the Ring was held at the Mecca Arena in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. In the tournament semifinals, Stone Cold Steve Austin defeated Jake the Snake Roberts before going on to win the tournament against Mankind. Being interviewed after winning the tournament, Stone Cold addressed Jake Roberts, whose character was professing Christian cliches and Bible verses inspired by Jake's real-life faith, and came up with his famous Austin 316 promo, in which he stated, you talk about your Psalms, you talk about John 316, Austin 316 says, I just whipped your uh, booty, except it's a, a different word. I'm Radio Matt. See you next time for more Nerd History. and shine nerds ltn's brand new morning show and there are four ways you can experience our show if you are a morning show purist we would love for you to catch our finalized audio morning shows on ltn radio monday through friday at 8 a.m eastern with an encore at 10 you can download the ltn radio app today from your apple or android app store let's talk about Whoopi goldberg that's right that's our that's our news story for today Whoopi. Is PO'd because the new Diablo 4 game isn't on Mac. Let's read the story. Whoopi Goldberg was <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, who surprisingly is a big fan of the Diablo video game series, uh, <laughs> PC game, <clears throat> was ready to move from battling uh, underwater threats on her VR headset to literally slaying demonic entities on her computer until she discovered that Diablo 4, the latest installment in her favorite video game series, is unavailable on Mac operating systems. Uh, she, <laughs> she had an impassioned public service announcement on Instagram uh, while she was backstage at, her sh at uh, The View urging gaming company Blizzard Entertainment to drop the new game in which players fight against evil forces from hell for the Apple computer, because that's what she has. Uh, she says that 
she knows there are far more important things going on in the world and that her complaint is not on any scale like that, but rather her kvetching about my favorite game, Diablo, which has been taken off of Apple. An avid Apple user, Goldberg, says that uh, she's played the Diablo titles on her trusty machine, but lamented the fact that suddenly now Diablo 4 is not available to me on my Apple computer. Typically, this wouldn't be a problem for someone like Goldberg, who recently teased on the view that she has a little dough, thanks to a career filled with Hollywood blockbusters, but purchasing a PC wouldn't solve the issue. I already bought Diablo 4, she revealed, uh, on Apple. So, uh, <laughs> from what I can tell from this story is that there actually really isn't a Diablo 4 for Mac. The only way that you can play the Diablo games, from everything I've seen, is through having certain Mac computers that have a program called Boot Camp on them which allows you to boot up like PC applications and more and more uh, Apple computers. Now I'm pretty sure all of them. Now all the new ones don't have that anymore. They got rid of that. So I had a laptop in college, an Apple laptop mm -hmm. and it had boot camp on it. And so it allowed me to run PC programs when I needed them. And then like in 2000, I want to say 2012 or so, they're like, well, you can't even use your laptop at all anymore. So enjoy that because they got rid of the boot camp thing. Oh. And so what they weren't giving you updates anymore. And eventually that just broke the machine. So after a couple rounds of updates with Apple, I mean, you can still use Windows XP today. <laughs> but like if you're two seasons behind uh, Apple, they're like, well, your computer's a brick now. Enjoy your $15,000 paperweight. Um, so this is, this is honestly, this is a Mac problem. This is an Apple problem. Right, Apple is right. famously unwilling to work mm -hmm. with other companies and other software. They want everything to be their own software. Mm -hmm. Can you imagine how ridiculous it would be to be like, okay, it's cool that you just spent the last five, 10 years or whatever, developing this game. Now, can you reformulate the entire thing to work only on our programs? Mm -hmm. Like Macs are not gaming PCs, you know, gaming computers. You, you get PCs for that. That's what PCs are known for because PCs can play any games. Apple just doesn't Apple. Apple won't even let me text properly with people. <laughs> right. And everyone thinks it's Android's fault and it's not. <laughs> Android works with Apple stuff so well, seamlessly. But Apple wants to be like, well, we're going to make their text color green for no reason <laughs> and we're going to make sure that any image or video that you send them comes Terrible. out like like it was taken on a potato. <laughs> and uploaded through a floppy disk uh, because we don't like them and they, they're stinky. Yeah. Uh, meanwhile, I can send stuff to Apple and it comes across just mm -hmm. fine. Like mm -hmm. my, 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 your dad mm -hmm. takes videos all the time and sends them to me through a text message. I'm like, well, this is a cool postage stamp sized, uh -huh. still yeah. out of focus. Yeah, it won't even video. let us get full screen. Uh -huh. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, can't even ridiculous. go full screen on it. It's absolutely dumb. Yeah. Absolutely dumb stuff. Mm -hmm. uh, 
Uh, also, Android, we can change the color of our text messages to whatever we want. Uh, it's only you guys that have the problem. Uh, and so this is all you. I'm sorry, Apple guys. I know there's a lot of devoted Apple fans here, probably in our chat right now, who are upset with me. But you're, you're just you're paying more money to be less connected to the world. And so I'm sorry, Whoopi. You need to move from Mac, come to PC, come to the world of PCs. Right. So much better. And play all the games that you want. <laughs> Every game out there you can play on a PC. <sighs> she needs she needs a nerd to tell her she a, what a she needs nerd. to buy. <laughs> I mean, I'm surprised that she And get is, it installed. Yeah. I'm surprised that she's already in the like she's in the Diablo series. That's that's pretty that's pretty interesting. Something you wouldn't think. So is she in the new Picard? She does she make a Appearance. I don't think she makes an appearance in the last season, but she. I think she's in the second season. Okay. She is somewhere in there. Yeah. Briefly. If I recall. The PC's expensive? Bruh. Macs are expensive. <laughs> like a good PC, yeah. But if you buy a good PC uh, for the same price as a normal Mac... That PC is going to last you 10 years, and you're never going to have anything popping up saying, uh, hey, this computer's too old. You can't do this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they were gifted to us. Well, that's because someone wised up, and they're like, get this out of my house. Here, you take it. <laughs> you can build a decent uh, gaming PC for around 700 Yeah. Um, the ones that we have, I, the ones that we've bought here for the studio and for my house, and then we wound up buying them for the church as well, are gaming PCs that have enough um, oomph to uh, do decent video editing at a relatively fast pace without mm -hmm. burning out the, the computer, mm -hmm. burning out the CPU. Uh, and these, I think, were only like maybe 1200 Including getting the monitors and stuff. So yeah, I mean there you can get you can get decent ones uh, And PCs are easy to upgrade. Yeah, you're not even allowed to open the case of an Apple computer That's as soon as you do that warranty's gone. You're, you're out of here <laughs> But if you want to add a little more RAM to your computer, they put the screws on the outside for you to do that <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, <laughs> Let's take a break uh, oh, I wrote a note here. Sorry. This is an Apple problem. They make everything more difficult and charge you extra for it. Enjoy that. All right. Let's take one more break. When we get back, we're going to continue this week's main topic, the crossroads of church and nerd cultures. Hanging by a 
friends how I live I don't know why but I feel more comfortable Living in my agony Watching my self-esteem go up in flames Acting like I don't care what anyone else thinks When I know truthfully that that's the furthest thing from how This way so long, it feels like something's off when I'm not depressed I got some issues that I won't address I got some baggage I ain't open yet I got some demons I should put to rest I got some traumas that I can't forget I got some phone calls I've been avoiding Some family members I don't really connect with Some things I said I wish I would have not let slip Some hurtful words I never should have left my lips Some bridges burned I'm not ready to rebuild yet Some insecurities I haven't dealt with yet I'll be the first to admit that I'm a lonely soul And the last to admit I need a hand to hold, losing hope, headed down a dangerous road, stranger no, but I feel most at home when I'm living in my agony, watching my self-esteem go up in flames, acting like I don't care what anyone else thinks when I know truthfully that that's the furthest thing from how Don't know what's around the bend Don't know what my future is But I can't keep living in No Living in my agony Watching my self-esteem Go up in flames Acting like I When I know truthfully that that's the furthest thing from how I And shine nerds, LTN's brand new morning show. Oh, I am so sorry. I was reading the stream chat. (laughs) (laughs) Before we jump into our main topic today, we've got an article recommendation. Yesterday, Jake Thomas posted the first of a trilogy of articles focusing on gospel reflections from Guardians of the Galaxy, Volume 3 the first of which touches on grief and trauma. 
You can find it on the homepage right now on lovethynerd.com. So this week we are talking about church culture and nerd culture, where the relationship between the two broke down and how we can work to repair it. So yesterday we talked about what is considered the kind of the beginning of the, the split with the satanic panic of the 80s uh, and Dungeons and Dragons. In the late 90s and early 2000s, when we were teenagers um, and kids, uh, I guess a little bit, it was Harry Potter. Now, I haven't read the books. You've read the books, haven't you? Have no. you not read the books? No. Have you just seen the movies? I've just watched the movies. For some reason, I thought you'd read you're, the books. You're thinking <laughs> of Twilight. Oh, that's right. You've read Twilight. Yeah. That's something we should burn. Uh, so I haven't read the books. I have watched the movies a, a single time. A couple of them I watched twice because I tried it once and gave up after the third movie. And then came back and forced myself to watch them all. Just for the fact that people were mad that I hadn't seen them. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can honestly say that it made me uh, renounce my faith and turn to witchcraft. So, <laughs> uh, then the issue with Harry Potter is similar to D&D. Magic and spells being the gateway to actually becoming a witch or a wizard, joining the occult, things like that. Mm -hmm. uh, again, this was kind of based on a false premise. People who practice the occult like Harry Potter, therefore Harry Potter must lead to the occult. And no, that's not how that's not how any of that works. Uh, I think some of the breakdown was some of the spells used in the book were similar to some that are actually spells from some book or whatever, some witchcraft, occult nonsense. But mm, it's not. That was just good research. It's not re yeah, it's it's just it's just putting a little bit of realism into what it is. <laughs> But I don't remember anybody reading Harry Potter and reading it out loud and be like, oh, you're a goat now. I didn't mean to do that. It's written in the book, though. That must be a real spell. <laughs> I don't <laughs> like I don't see how this works. Uh, the other the other issue that people had was Harry had a problem with authority because Harry was always um, using his magic, I guess, at the beginning of each book or and movie against his is his aunt and uncle that he lives with? I believe so. I think it's his aunt and uncle. But they were turds. But they were turds. <laughs> they deserved it. And that's that's in so many other movies and books that you have no problem with. Matilda? So, yeah. Oh, Matilda was a... I remember not being allowed to watch Matilda for a while. Yeah. Was it because of the authority thing or was it another No, because she used magic. Oh. I don't read Matilda. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a magic person. Okay, none of this is my bag. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but it wasn't just a. The problem was it wasn't just like a, a don't don't read these books. It was this is a threat number one to Christianity, mm -hmm. and that seems like a bit of an overreaction. Okay. So do you remember when it felt like uh, every prominent church leader was warning against Harry Potter? Um, I remember it being a very, very big deal and even locally mm -hmm. book burnings and things. Mm -hmm. And yeah, I remember mm -hmm. I remember someone brought a flyer to our church to show us that they were doing a Harry Potter book burning. <laughs> and I remember thinking even as a, a young I'm not sure I was even technically saved yet, but I was still active and still 
leaning in those directions. And I remember mm-hmm. thinking, that's a bit extreme. <laughs> Why would we do this? Yeah, uh, a bit much. <laughs> but I remember, do you remember going to our pastor's house? He invited all the youth over to his house. And this was his like first house here. The one that were the one that was still in a neighborhood, you know, before they moved out to the boonies. Uh, and he played for us a video that I believe it was James Dobson had recorded a little mini documentary about how Harry Potter would lead you to joining the occult. Wow. Do you remember that at all? No. Yeah. No. We watched, we watched that and then we watched a lot of stuff. <laughs> we watched that and then we watched a Bible man episode <laughs> 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 all on VHS. <laughs> KY says, uh, the threat uh, is Christian parents not knowing the Bible and understanding real spiritual warfare, training their kids properly, leading in discernment. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> so let's talk about if the concerns are warranted on all these things. So I talked about D&D yesterday, talked about Harry Potter today, leading people to worshiping magic or even the devil. Um, like, can we say that's never happened? No. I am sure that there have been several kids that have gotten into either of these things, things that are oriented around magic, and gotten obsessed with the idea of magic Mm -hmm. and taken it too far. Mm -hmm. But that's everything. Right. 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 I mean, you you can take anything too far. Mm -hmm. Uh. Mm -hmm. And become unhealthily obsessed with it. (laughs) Now, we know that, you know, magic, witchcraft, stuff like that is mentioned in the Bible. We we know that there are diviners and, and, you know, witch and stuff mentioned Mm -hmm. in in different stories, uh, even in the New Testament. I think especially in the New Testament. Um, But we also know that all of that stuff is kind of just a facade over just evil. I mean, it's, 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 it's a, it's same thing with horoscopes and astrology and, and all this. It's, it's some sort of weird way that people find themselves connected to something that is anti-God, which is what a lot, a lot, everybody's looking for a way to spiritually connect with other people, whether they know it or not. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people are actively against the idea of that being a Christian or a religious thing. And so they will jump into, uh, joining any other kind of group, uh, I guess religious, I mean, Christian religious. Um, so that kind of stuff is, it definitely exists. It's Mm -hmm. definitely a problem. Yeah. But at the same time, if you're the kind of person that is going to go down that route, you were going to do that before you watched Harry Potter already. Like, if you're going to go down a route that leads you into those directions, you're already susceptible and there's going to be a numerous amount of things that you're going to come across in life that's going to take you that direction. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> so you can't just say, oh, well, he watched Harry Potter and he likes magic now and it's because he liked because he watched Harry Potter that he's doing all these bad things. That's not a fair leap in logic. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and I mean... At least for a broad spectrum. Yeah. I know with with my kids, you know, we watch something and Eli will say, you know, is that real? And I'm like, 
no, you know, and just having a conversation with your kid who's mm-hmm. reading the book would would help. My sister, um, my my niece is very into Harry Potter, and um, my sister read the books first. So, you know, before her daughter getting into something, she looked into it. And I think that's what you should do as a parent, not just see a news article and be like, oh, now we have to stay away from that. Look into it yourself. Mm-hmm. And she read them. Now some of the older books, she didn't let her read right away. But that was not magic. That was teenage lovey lovey stuff <laughs> that she was the, like the burning of no loins. you're not you're not old enough yet so yeah i but, don't yeah that, that's i guess that's a point that's that i'm glad that you brought up i don't want anything that we say to be taken as hey parents just chill out let your kids do whatever they want yeah certainly it is your responsibility to uh preview anything especially things that you see uh them getting semi-obsessed with or things of that nature. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> okay, so KY says, I don't agree that someone for whom those things would be a gateway would already be inclined in that direction. I didn't mean that the the inclination would be specifically to that direction that they were, that they ended up in. I meant that their inclination is to seek something to belong to. And if they are avoiding Christianity, then they're going to fall into whatever the first thing that entices them is. The inclination is for that community, but outside of, you know, a a community of faith, not necessarily that, that that they would, that would automatically end in magic without having been exposed to magic or something like that. That's not what I meant. Uh, I apologize if that's how that came across. Thank you for helping me fix that. Um, Mosaic Fanark says, as parents of kids who are now 28 and 22 uh, through 22, we had a lot of discussion about magic, witchcraft, and told our kids that once they're old enough to know truth versus fiction, they can watch and choose for yourself. And that age was different for all children. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yes. That, you know, it's, it's, you got to tailor make that kind of stuff for your kids as well. So like right now I wouldn't let our kids watch Harry Potter. Uh, but I also wouldn't really let them watch Lord of the Rings. Uh, Narnia we're getting into just with the books at the moment, but even that could be a little intense. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I did the language in Narnia is so old that I'm like, there's curse words up in there by accident because they weren't really curse words back then. When I was like, I'm going to edit this a little bit. (laughs) And just some of the, some of the stuff I'm like, what does that mean? Like, like it's such an old phrase that I don't even know what it yeah. what it means. <laughs> the um, so I guess what I'm trying to say is that it, it's I don't think it's right to say that because something is something bad is possible as a result of being exposed to something that means that it itself is necessarily bad. Because my right. my kind of point was you can overdo anything and mm-hmm. it becomes sinful in your life. Mm-hmm. And so it comes down to personal responsibility uh, once you, you know, become of a reasonable age. It comes down to uh, keeping tabs on your own soul. 
Like you can tell if something's normally, at least anyway, you can tell if something's leading you in a negative direction in your life. Mm-hmm. Like if uh, I would say that there's there's quite a few people that have played D&D who get uncomfortable with it. And that's perfectly OK. Uh, if you if you play D&D and or you watch Harry Potter and you're like, you know what, this kind of stuff does make me spiritually uncomfortable. Listen to that. And for yourself, stay away from it. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean you need to then go try and ruin it for everybody else because their spiritual um, convictions might not be the same as yours. Mm -hmm. If God's convicting you that, hey, this probably isn't good for you, it's probably because you might have a tendency to go down that negative route if you keep doing it. And that is perfectly, perfectly legitimate and you should 100% listen to where the spirit leads you. I would say that would be like, like alcohol. Yeah. You know, some people can have a drink and be fine and be done with it. And then others, you know, God might say, you know, you need to not do that. You need to stay away from that object because I know you Mm -hmm. and I can see this going bad for you, you know? Right. right. <laughs> <laughs> I made you. I've seen the tendencies you've grown into. Hey, maybe don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> um, and, you know, part of that is also trying not to be a stumbling block to your, you know, your Christian brothers and sisters as well. Mm-hmm. But there's a, a limit to how much of that responsibility is on you, too. Mm-hmm. Like if... Uh, you're having a, a get together and y'all are going to play D and D or you're going to watch Harry Potter tonight or whatever. It's kind of up to you. Like, all right, I'm not going to go. Not like mm-hmm. I'm not, I'm going to go, but I'm not going to participate. And then I'm going to make y'all feel bad about doing it. That's, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. like, you're being a stumbling block to me. No, you didn't have to come. Uh, <laughs> you didn't have to be here. <sighs> um, I, don't wow. know what that is. So I'm not going to worry about that. Uh, that's not about anything that we're talking about. <sighs> okay. <sighs> Let's, uh, going back to Harry Potter, uh, the Christian allegory here that, uh, there's actually quite a few Christian allegories, especially in the seventh book when it came out. Uh, Harry, a.k.a. the Chosen One, willingly went to his death to save humanity, and then Harry is resurrected in order to deliver the ultimate salvation here. The final chapters of Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows are a resurrection story that parallels the one that is being celebrated all over the world today, showing Harry as a Christ figure within a hero narrative. And in fact, we see the story of Christ in so many different sci-fi adventures and mm-hmm. uh, nerdy um, properties and things like it's, it's hard to escape that story. It's hard to escape the Jesus story because mm-hmm. it is one that permeates pretty much our, our soul. I think even people that don't intend to put that story in there, we see Jesus shining through in different things. That's why there's so many books that are like finding God and, you know, this series, finding God in this series, you mm-hmm. can, you can find biblical truth, uh, anywhere that truth exists because all truth is God's truth. Mm-hmm. If it's true, it has to be of God. And so you can find these kind of things, uh, in places that people didn't even intend for them to be there. Uh, so it, it really comes down to, 
personal responsibility, parental responsibility, and just kind of in the end, not, not being a turd about everything. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all gotta be a turd about everything, man. <laughs> a, burk, a book burning, essentially, you know, book burning, boycotts and all this kind of stuff. Those, those are, those are above and beyond the message that we're trying to send. That's telling the people that like the stuff. We don't we care don't about like you. you. Right. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not making the point that we want it to make. Right. It's making the opposite point that we are against you because you like these things. Yeah. And that's not something that we want to do as believers. We don't want to build walls where there need not be walls. Mm -hmm. We can build, you know, uh, fences, see through fences around things that we don't want to be exposed to or expose our children to, mm -hmm. but that at least won't, uh, cut off any possibility of communication. <laughs> it won't cut off the ability to love other people, love our neighbors. A fence, not a wall. It's the difference between a, a, a chain link fence between your neighboring, you know, two houses, you and your neighbor, and an eight foot cinder block wall. Right. Like, do I want them in my life? Do I want to be able to talk to them? Do I want to be able to love on them? Or do I want to pretend they don't exist and that I am in my own little castle? <laughs> Please don't talk to me. <laughs> Right. <sighs> Any final thoughts there? Didn't didn't Jesus talk to was it Paul about you know don't separate yourself out? I think so because it's because it's Paul that the Gentiles like like yeah it's Paul that went on to say like you know I I became a Jew to the Jews uh, I became a um, someone under the law. Uh, for those that were under the law so I could show them Jesus. I became, you know, I became all things to all people, essentially. Right. So I could bring more of them into the fold. Yeah. Right. <sighs> um, so we actually, we're actually going to talk on that point here later in the week. So we will keep going with that. Let's, uh, let's go ahead and move on. So we're going to talk about the last couple of decades uh, tomorrow. Uh, but for today, oh, no, I'm sorry. That's not what tomorrow is. Tomorrow we're going to actually be talking about earlier, before before D&D. We're going to be talking about the earliest that I think we know of time that church culture and nerd culture collided. Uh, but for today, we are out of coffee, so we are going to get going. But before we go, let's get to our verse of the day. Romans 120. For his invisible attributes, namely his eternal power and divine nature, have been clearly perceived ever since the creation of the world in the things that have been made. So they are without excuse. And with that, Tuesday is in the bag. Thank you for joining us for Rise and Shine, nerds. We want to invite you to get behind the scenes by joining our LTN Discord community. Once you've joined over at lovethynerd.com slash discord, simply go to the channels and roles section and click on Rise and Shine, nerds to gain access to it. You can help us plan shows and segments and even be on the show yourself on occasion. Subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast app or through the Love Thy Nerd YouTube channel so you don't miss an episode. And tell us what you think of the show via our socials at Rise and Shine LTN on Facebook and Twitter. Once again, I'm Radio Matt. I'm Daedra. And as always, a reminder. Jesus loves you, nerds.